You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Oh, hello. Hey, dudes. How's it going? Good, man. Uh, it's funny that you ate McDonald's because I also ate McDonald's. And then I had a hunch that I was like, oh, man, I'm going to go see if my local Walmart has those turtle packs I've been looking for, which you were so you were so nice to let me know. About. Did Walmart have them? No, they had jack shit. Dude, I fucking hate my Walmart. They did have the Batman Beyond Batarang nice. with, the, with the red tips. And I like that one. Yeah, me too, man. Did you open it got- back, though? Because the box showed red on mine, too. I didn't do that. I might as well. Sh- like, it's a different model than yours because it doesn't light up, but it compacts inward towards, like, the center of the bat. And then you push it and it goes. Oh, damn. And I was going to buy it because there was two of them there. But the boxes were beat to fucking shit, dude. So I'm, I might as well have just opened them and looked at them. But damn. Yeah, dude, I was so ready to buy it. But I was like, man, this looks like shit. Damn. Yeah, dude. I took a picture of it because I wanted to show you how yes. fucking I just dropped it into the chat. Where's my phone? Oh, there it is. Bingo. Bingo, bango. Oh, hell yeah. I should have haggled and been like, hey, why is this full price? It's true. And they went in? Yeah, dude. Like, you could crunch it. Like, you could take the wings and, like, kind of click them to the center of the bat so that you could hold it and then click it and it would go like he does in the show. Yeah. Nice. I don't know, man. I, I might go get it. Like, the box isn't everything, but, like, my nerd sense is just like, um, it has to be a mint condition box. That's fair. Right? But you might not have that luxury. And, and I know. You it is. I'm, I'm kind of half and half. What, what are you guys? Like, are you more like, keep it in the box? And, not, with, not with this kind of shit. Well, you're telling me I shouldn't take my Iron Man Mark Seven out of the box? No, that's what I, like, that's different. That's got, like, a display where you can actually enjoy it. Most... Most of the NECA stuff that are props are boxed up in a way that's like, oh, I have a picture of it in my room now. Mm. That's true. You have a picture of the thing that you have. Yeah, but you can't see the thing you have. But like toys that are in blister packs or antique toys and stuff like that, I get. Do you? What about you, Matt? You take your shit out of the boxes? Or are you more of a like mint in condition, mint condition in box? I'm not. I'm not really a collector. I'm more of a likes to play with toys kind. Of yeah, that makes sense. You have a family, and oh no, I'm talking about before kids. If I ever bought stuff like that, it was kind of to play with. So I would take it out of the box. I just have the feeling that I'm going to take something out of the box, and then like two days later, it's going to be like, if you have this in a box, it's worth eight million dollars, and then I'll have to go lay on the train track. All right, let me ask you this question. Would you sell it? Do you think Batman Beyond is going to be one of them in your lifetime? Oh, dude, the by the time it's valuable, we'll all be killing each other for gasoline. So I wouldn't worry about it. I would play with it out of the box. That's my that's my vote. And the Matt says when you have things worth stuff, you'll never sell them. Matt says play play with yeah, it. Yeah. 
I'm all for playing with toys. I'm never going to sell any of my shit that's worth anything. Yeah, you love it too no, but much. How, but how awesome. do you know if it's going to be worth it? Like, what is this? Uh, is Batman shot glass going to be worth something someday? No. What about this fucking um, custom-made Shaggy Tuta Funko Pop? That might be. <laughs> I don't know. I just fucking... Uh, I, I have this fucking anxiety that it's like i'm gonna open something or i'm gonna be like you know what i'm gonna sell it for like 30 bucks or whatever and then the next day it's gonna be like uh do you have a mint inbox shaggy chewed up custom uh <laughs> if so you could uh make elon musk look like a poor ass bitch oh mitch i know the, the what ifs yeah. the anxiety always gets me you should just do it Open the things you want to open, like the battering you want to open and play with. Yes. It's going to it's gonna do the scrunchie and then the expand. You're going to love it. Yeah, but the box is all beat up. So then even better. Now you don't have a conundrum. Bro, you know what I'm saying about beat up boxes. Yeah. <laughs> but then you'd have to go as uh, Terry McGinnis for Halloween. <laughs> that was good. You held it for a while, by I'm the too, way. I'm too old for that shit, man. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, what are you, old piece of shit? <laughs> Terry? <laughs> Old and out of shape, Terry McGinnis. Are you still getting the bat suit, bro? <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be a fun. That'd be a fun I'd, thing. I'd be. It'd be like uh, Spider Verse, Terry B. McGinnis. <laughs> mm, there were new Spider Verse toys out already at Walmart. Mm. Dude, I just think my Walmart sucks because their toy section is fucking awful. Um, we never got the Turtles re-releases ever, not once. I hate my Walmart. Maybe this is why the fucking Broncos have been going downhill ever since they got bought by Walmart. Yeah. Not enough Ninja Turtle toys. You should be a NECA rep. There's enough Walmarts up by you, Mitch. What's that mean, a NECA rep? You go on on the day the toys are supposed to drop <clears throat> and unload the carton and put up the display and have first crack at everything. Mm. Does that pay more than my real job? I think it pays like 175 a month. It's mostly that you get first crack at everything so you can flip toys and make a lot. $175,000 a month? $175. Oh. It's mostly to cover that. <laughs> But it's like, I think it's too. I've never had such a raging hard boner so quick. Just deflate in less than 12, <laughs> 10 seconds. No, dude. If they were paying that, that's what we'd all be trying to do. Yeah, dude. Jake, you'd be like, oh, my little turtle boys. <laughs> yeah, but you get first crack. So as long as you don't clear out the rack, you can sell everything on eBay. I'm going to be like those people in that crooked turtle group we're both in where it's like, hey, I uh, I took a picture of the rack before I bought all 17 of these. And if you want them, you're going to have to. Yeah, you're going to have to pay me like five hundred dollars a turtle. Yeah, I you know, I get it. It's hard to find them. It's hard out here for a pimp. It is. And and a turtle uh, dealer. Yeah, dude. I never thought it'd be harder to get turtles than hard drugs. <laughs> hey, man. You want an eighth of Michelangelo? Yeah. I'm trying so hard to get those seeds. Dude, you were, you're so kind to let me know about those. But, like, it was so bummer. Like, I love Casey Jones and I love Raph in a trench coat. But I need to meet the four brothers... Oh, I, I was internally gut punched when I saw they had that many boxes and there weren't all four brothers. Because if they had all four brothers, I wouldn't even have messaged you. I would have been like, this is for Mitch and he can pay me back whenever. Bought a sex. He can pay me with a sexy dance on Zoom. I'll do my famous fan dance. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how we're going to have to do it here on episode 275 of the Broadcast Geeks. Oh, I am, uh, yeah, what? 276. What? Oh, man, I'm an idiot. No, you're not. I tried to be slick, but I was... You traveled I mean, to the past. Mitch, which Mitch are you? I'm actually Thaddeus, Mitch's identical twin brother that shows up to do the podcast sometimes. Speaking <laughs> of Mitch the Time Traveler, did you watch the newest Beavis and Buttheads? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I did. We so got to talk about it. <laughs> episode 276 of the Broadcast Geeks. I'm uh, one of your hosts, Midnight Mitch Jones. I'm Jake Becker. And I'm Matt Oren. Yay! Sorry, did that throw off the chi of the podcast by me doing the intro? No, that oh. was fun. I enjoyed it. Speaking of chi, I watched that 2017 movie last night about Bruce Lee fighting uh, Wong Jackman. Oh, yeah? What's it called? I'm looking right now. Hold on. Jake is looking. Bruce Lee looking fighting for- who? I'm exactly two days asleep into my life, so... Uh, Wong Jack Man, I think it was the Shaolin monk that came to San Francisco. Yeah, Wongers. It's called Birth of the Dragon. It's on on Netflix. It was pretty good. I enjoy movies that show Bruce Lee when he was a piece of shit because his daughter. (laughs) His daughter got so loud when Tarantino made that film about how he wasn't that guy. And then everybody had to come out, whoever knew him, and be like, yeah, he was. So I like that some filmmaker was like, hey, I know a story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he used to do a one-inch punch right next to my nuts. They kind of talk about how bad he was in, in China in the movie, but they they kind of they give it an out. They say he broke like one guy's leg when he was over there. And he definitely, uh, according to like four different people, killed two guys. Whoa. Yeah. Like he was starting street fights with gangs just for because he was bored. Like he was he was a little egomaniac. He was fucking bad, man, dude. (laughs) Or the Green Hornet. Yeah. yeah. This is all Green Hornet. <laughs> and uh the but the fight that the movie's about is a thing that happened and there were only like 12 or 15 people in attendance and it's never really been known who won the movie goes into it but the mafia ran the fight mm-hmm. and it it's always been said by a couple of the spectators that they they just ended at a draw like they decided not to kill each other they did it pro wrestling style. None of them could get back on their feet within 10 seconds. So they called it a, a draw. I, I do think in real life is probably similar to the movie, but the movie kind of, I'm sure, took liberties on what happened during the fight. But I believe the fight got so intense that they decided not to kill each other. Like it was no one was. <laughs> no one, one of those fights. Oh, yeah. Where you're like, you know what, dude, we've been beating each the shit out of each other for like three hours. So you're all right, Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm like the monks either going to have to kill Bruce Lee or Bruce Lee's going to have to kill a monk. And like, that's the only way it was going to end if they didn't just end on a draw. Huh. They weren't landing the kind of hits where you wear somebody out. Like they were, somebody was eventually going to break a sternum. Jesus, dude. Yeah. And the guys who do the Kung Fu in the movie are really good. There's like one corny thing they do effects wise. And then the rest of it's really dope. What'd you watch this on? Netflix. Ah, Netflix. It's like an hour and 40 minutes long. It's great. Cool. I like digestible chunks of that. Sometimes when you hear a documentary, it's like it's four hours and 19 minutes long. 
It's not a documentary. It's totally a narrative telling of that story. Okay, so it's uh, uh, okay. it's a uh, based on true events. <laughs> yeah, it, but it's like a stunt movie. It's just constant dojo and fighting scenes. There's That's maybe awesome. 20 minutes in the whole thing where people are not doing kung fu. Okay. And Bruce, I think they have Bruce Lee's real 64 and Paula in it. And if it's not, it was specced out to be exactly like his. That's the point where you busted, right? It, well, I saw it initially and I was like, oh, that's a big attention to detail. <laughs> and then when they were driving and I was like, oh, shit, it's even got the cheaper stainless trim. Like, that's exactly like the one he had. And then it occurred to me, like, I bet the filmmaker wanted his car in it. <laughs> yeah. That's what she said. Mm, nice. <laughs> I like watching things in 20 to 40 minute chunks. I'm at that point. It's nice where you're like, I'll watch a 20 minute episode of, I don't know, I can't even tell you a show. I, I've been enjoying Abbott Elementary for a while. Oh, did you see the second episode? Uh, no, no, yeah. Did you see the first episode of the second season? Yeah. Teacher, parent teacher conference. Yeah. The yeah. second episode's really good too. I love that show, man. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. I, I like it. And I think they do a really good job of. <clears throat> expressing the uh emotions and such that happen at a school obviously it's a little overplayed um or exaggerative yeah but it's pretty on point it's fun it's like a live action um i don't know it, it, i i somehow i made a equivalency to south park uh something just really intelligent but a live action one and and so that would make more sense yeah, uh, but with with a whole different uh, emotional base, just how it's kind of presented. I don't know. I can't explain it. I'll, I'll think about it. Also, how old were you when you started teaching? Twenty eight. Yeah, I think if you were like 22 years old and all horned up, your experience might have been closer to the main two teachers. I think like if we were watching the show through the eyes of that redheaded lady teacher, it'd probably be damn near identical to your experience. <laughs> like if she was the narrating voice. Yeah. I bet that'd be more in line with like exactly what your experience was because she wasn't there to get laid. She was just there to care about kids. The interpersonal relationships are more casual with her. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much sums it up, I suppose. So I think it's like, I bet it's super true to really people who get into teaching right out of school. Yeah. it's It was a good show. Yeah. I really, I enjoy watching it. I think it's terribly well written yeah there was there was a joke in the second episode that the principal delivers and that was most of why i hoped you had watched it as i wanted to go over that one yeah. joke with you and laugh really hard and i meant terribly in the british sense where it's like extremely oh yeah i fall and then i don't even know what else i've been watching geez i'm trying to watch something scary every night uh my plan is to do that for october but uh, I, I got I to jump on it last night or two nights ago. So what'd you watch? There's this channel on YouTube and it's called Alter. And what it is, is it's all these horror shorts. So anywhere from four to 13 minutes, maybe mm. 19, I guess. But they're short and some of them are real good. Some of them not so much, but they're fun to watch. I'm yeah. scared already. And that's just how Alter. There are some creepy ones for sure. Are they like real things or is it like a narrative? It's all it's all written stories. Okay. Um, narrative. Right. Sometimes I like to watch the abandoned places thing on YouTube and yeah. I'm like, oh man, those are freaky. If you want to see a scary movie, there's this Korean movie. It's uh some kind of asylum and it's these ghost hunters. <laughs> Jake is 
vehemently going no, no. I'm scared. I need a teddy bear right now. Uh, they they are uh, working on their YouTube channel or whatever it is, and they're getting lots of hits, which means it's going to start paying them money. But they they were going to play a, a joke there where they had rigged it so that it seemed like shit was happening. But then shit was started happening, and things got terribly worse for everybody oh. involved. It's pretty good, man. That gets that makes me terrified. Yeah, I'll probably you watch always... on uh, Hollow Never. <laughs> Matt, whenever you tell us about horror things, I'm always like, "What are you watching?" Like Michael Myers, Freddy, Freddy Krueger, Friday the Thirteenth, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And you're like, no. Uh, like you always have the like the in-depth knowledge about like the oh it's this brand new thing it's about real videos of people being killed but for uh, you're not watching faces of death but i did i did as a kid oh of course we all did jake yeah the parachuter into the alligators i'll never be okay uh, yeah. I'll never yeah. be okay. I'll never be okay. I don't know who watches these things for fun. It scares me. I saw, I remember as a kid, I remember being young and seeing a video of our bud Dwyer. Uh, oh, shit. That's why I say, hey, man, nice shot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God. Anything else? Did you maybe get a chance to watch the new Quantum Leap? No. It's really fun. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I might just watch it next time as and I are on the couch. Yeah. Well, it's got more of a basically like Al is played. You you remember Al, the AI character? Yeah. Okay. Al is the jumper's fucking wife in the new one. But is he's also living? what? Is she still living? And it's yeah, right, or is it but she's in the program the same way Al was, where he's right. back in headquarters hoping to get whatever fucking Blackula's name was back. And she's at headquarters doing the AI, trying to get him back. But this time it's his wife who was supposed to be the leaper and he was supposed to be the AI. But then he went in in the middle of the night and left. And so there's there's a little bit more of like a dramatic spin to it because everybody on the home team has more of a relationship and you see a lot more. They show you home base. It's not just like out in front of a computer and then everything takes place now or at what whatever point in the future or history or whatever. Yeah. Sounds but, cool. uh, one thing that I don't like about it. Yeah. Man, do you remember how bitching Al's outfits were? Yeah, it's fine. They don't do that anymore. His wife's not wearing like cool future clothes because it's just supposed to take place now. And it like bums oh. me out deeply so she's like look at my old navy performance fleece <laughs> pretty much dude she's wearing like a blue light blue pat like all of the colors she wears are on your shirt right now mitch blue and dark blue, blue different shades of blue like yeah and it kind of i get i get that they're trying to be like a little bit realistic with it but also like she's helping a jumper who doesn't remember where he is and has amnesia so like part of it was to like be a beacon of like i don't belong on the titanic homie look at me i'm dressed like the fucking cafe from saved by the bell <laughs> i'm what people in the 1980s thought the year 2009 would look like yeah but it's supposed to be a continuation so it kind of bums me out that they didn't just lean into it being that future right because i think that would have been a bold dope move that yeah. i would i would have gone with yeah that'd have been fun but it's pretty cool al's wife is in it she's tuning up his old car that's in it like there's some nods already in the first two episodes of the old series that are pretty dope what was bacula's name was it sam was it sam Thank sam beckett sam beckett is that right no that was ted dancing on cheers 
No, that's Sam. That Sam Malone. Sam Malone. Yeah, it is Sam Beckett. You're right. Okay. Yeah, Sam. Yeah. So Sam still hasn't been found. Now they're like, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but it seems like possibly the point of the show could be saving Sam. All right. But Bacula, I mean, unless he's like famous liar Andrew Garfield, Bacula said he turned it down. Well, you know, I believe Bacula that he turned Blackula that he turned it down, but uh <laughs> he's uh that doesn't mean he won't be in the next season or that he didn't want to be involved in it and it get canceled in four episodes and further tarnish his name. Like I th- I think he'd be easy to bait into this if it's any kind of success. Hmm. So this is 30 years later. Yeah. And the guy who plays Ben the the leaper you're watching is yeah. so likable he's such a like that they, they've only fleshed him out for two episodes and he's like jim on the office as james bond like it's he's such a likable dude and he's like it's so easy to get behind all of his decisions and moves and it's i don't know it's good writing for a shitty show like really for a premise that's <laughs> been cool 30 some years ago they really took that premise and made it fresh just basically by doing it really well yeah yeah they um i mean much like the other 80s reboots like you think this has better legs than uh the knight rider reboot that they tried a couple years ago oh dude by mile this is honestly this is better than the hawaii 50 this is better than a bunch of them that ran for seasons like this one's actually good and it's nice. not a reboot which i think helps it the fact that they're not trying to just be like hi i'm i'm fucking hawaii 50 I love that the guy's I'm Detective Hawaii Five O. My partner TJ Hooker. Yeah, yeah, dude. That guy's called Jake and the Fat Man. (laughs) (laughs) It's a crossover with the gritty reboot of Green Acres. What about BJ and the Bear? Green Acres is the place to be. Truck driver with a monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Uh, But I hope it's doing well. I haven't checked like ratings or Nielsen numbers or anything, but I really hope it's doing well because I would watch this for five or six seasons like it's it's good did they do the um which year again high five quantum leap oh okay did they do the uh (laughs) the one where he's joe montana yet i saw the preview of that when i was watching the football game and he like he's fully suited up in like 49ers football gear and he like walks he's running out the tunnel to the field and he stops and looks in the window and he's joe montana nah the two they've done so far is that he's a getaway driver for a bank robbery group and mm-hmm. then the one is he's an astronaut on atlantis that should have died oh. an astronaut on atlantis so he has to solve people's problems is that how that works yeah so he has to leave yeah he has to do something for them to prevent whatever thing they were going to do to alter history oh. and it's usually either their death or the cause of death of others Hmm. and then once you solve the problem all the way because you like sometimes even in the old one like they think they solved it but then because they solved that it changed what's going to happen and now more people are going to die yeah yeah wasn't a a trope on that where he thinks he's like done and he's like al why haven't i leaked yeah i mean most of the stories on the old one were two-parters and that was generally the lead-in from the end of the fucking first episode into the second was al what's going on here (laughs) i gotta say with us prefacing every sentence this guy says with al it makes him sound like he's peggy bundy (laughs) al let's have sex (laughs) 
Uh, no pick. God, I'm <laughs> telling her no right now. I'm tired, and that sounds great. <laughs> I have a beautiful home on a shoe salesman's salary. Uh, no pick. He did. He had anyway. a nice, nice house. Yeah. It's first um, time. Uh, Jake, do you want to know um, the first episode of Quantum Leap pulled yeah, in? Three, 3.35 a million viewers. Holy shit. That's really good for network. Yeah. Uh, the second episode, which aired the next week came in at 2.77 million viewers so it's retaining pretty good fuck yeah dude i hope it hangs on it's really like i i think both of you would enjoy it i think nate would be tickled to fucking death about it because i think he loves the old one as much as i do the old one was on reruns on wgn and like the middle of the afternoon so it was like one of the few old things i found on my own that my parents didn't show me it was like that mm. macgyver 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 right and now we get the mcgruber tv series which is better than a reboot or a continuation <laughs> uh what else have, i don't think uh there's much else i've been watching a bunch of um uh, oh the jacket of celebrity uh family feud yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just had a moment there. Jeez, uh, what's that? Yeah. Yeah, maybe a little 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 much there. I thought you froze. Oh no, I just I'm falling asleep. I'm kind of tired. Well, let's mm. get that off of this. Yeah, let's not talk about it. I gotta tell you guys, speaking of tired, I watched the first episode. Or I tried to watch the first episode of Sandman. Oh. I fell asleep. There was too much sand in my eyes. I mean, it is titular. He was there. That's fair. Uh, no, but I was I, I was enjoying it until I fell asleep off those delicious, delicious Chibachu taffies. Um, Proud sponsor. I mean, I feel like if I had a couch where I could watch my TV, it would be great instead of having to lay in bed and watch everything. Whoa, Jake's <laughs> showing me where the magic happens. No, I'm showing you. I don't sit there ever. You sit there. You can come live in Trinidad. And I could be your couch guy. <laughs> you can hang out on my couch. We'll be with some butthead this, dude. Mitch on yeah, the couch. Yeah, cool. <laughs> that thing's yeah, the size yeah, yeah. of my wall. You see that, Mitch? That's wall size TV, baby. Whoa. I know. I've watched a couple episodes of uh, Dave on it. Yeah. Hi, I'm Dave. Um, but yeah, dude, I thought it was pretty interesting. I, I will have to go back and watch it again but i'm trying i just want to let you guys know i'm trying hell yeah i appreciate you i've thought about watching the orville I was, you know. <laughs> well you know that's a little different uh <laughs> thinking instead of doing no, i have an orville confession as well what you I, told them to cancel it i did uh no i went back and tried to figure out where i quit watching <laughs> and it's one of those things where like i just remember enough that it's terribly boring but i don't remember enough to like skip shit mm-hmm. so, so you went back to the beginning no i think i gotta give it like another year or two before i'll be able to like rewatch it so i'm my question is can i just jump into the new season without yeah out where i was in season two or should i watch the season two finale uh you could um basically the last two episodes of season two reset the timeline and then season three builds off from there okay so watch from those two episodes yeah i mean if you want to see my favorite episode of the series you can see the one where lieutenant malloy finds the time capsule with the the cell phone in it i've seen that one. Ah, but that's the one where bordis and clyden start smoking all the cigarettes too yeah 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 yeah. okay I've seen that one, but again, like I don't remember the point of the episode. I just remember the cell phone. The point is, is that he fell in love with a, a lady that's been dead for like 400 years because he 
has access to all of her data and he, he uses the simulator to make a simulation where he go back and be with her and then he tries to delete her ex-boyfriend and it makes her not the same person so it's a really good lesson about how like the people around us and the people that love us shape us who we are and if you lose this a certain factor of that you can change who a person is yeah i i do sort of remember this but yeah i mean if you really want to just like jump into the new season just watch the last two of the second season because it's it sets up a timeline reset and a fix so they they fuck up the timeline in the second to last episode they fix it in the well i mean spoilers they fucking fix it in the the sec the last episode of season two, and then everything that initially happened after the certain point where they're resetting from doesn't happen anymore. So basically, you can just start from the new season. <laughs> Sweet, sorry, I caught in mouth like you read about. Right on. My girls, my girls asked me when they could start watching Star Trek. Well, one of them asked, and I was like, "Well, really, <laughs> yeah, that age." Tell them Star yeah. Trek is called the Orville now, and no, I mean, I don't know, man. Star Trek's pretty heady. That's what I said when we were at Matt's little dinner thing where this came up because of the hand symbol. Oh, yeah. And it did become up because of Spocking. We were Spocking out. Fair enough. You, were doing you got the Shocker and the Spocker. The best makes you live long and prosper, if you know what I mean. Nathan was starting off by teaching him this, which was my favorite part of the night. Who did that? Our friend no, Nathan. Oh, oh. Yeah, I think it was Nathan. What about this one? Which is a funny gag, but less funny when they're girls who go to a neighborhood where those probably still exist. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't want you, uh, yeah, we don't want you, your girls throwing up gang signs to the Booyah tribe or whatever. Like, dude, I almost turned into a dad in that moment where I was like, how about we don't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's it's that's good. good instincts. Yeah, I know. And then I was like, calm down. It's funny. These are smart kids that won't abuse it. Yeah. yeah dude, Westside Connection, Mitch? No, wicked clowns, bro. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm a couple of uh, student juggalos. Nice. They're probably really good kids. Padawan juggalos? Yeah. Just tell them if, if they don't gather, they don't matter. So they better be fucking going to the gathering of the juggalos or they some fake ass juggahos. <laughs> Have you thought about using special flavors of Fago to bait them to the higher performance? <laughs> Look, I got a moon mist right here. If you get those grades up in English, even though you're a math teacher. Yes. <laughs> Two hundreds in a row get you Fago flavor. Your choice, kids. Then you Fago. shake it up and spray it on their face and they dance in the Fago ring. I laugh because, you know, I think Fago with the clowns and I think of Jay Gillespie had Shasta. Yeah. Right. Maybe we need our own soda line. I don't drink soda, but who could be oh, a sponsor? Um... Jones. Jones Soda. Jones Soda. I'm Mitch Jones here for Jones Soda. Oh, yeah. Look at yeah. me. You know I like sugar. Mitch Jones soda. Mitch Jones soda. That's why we use that real cane shit. There ain't no syrup up in this house. Yeah. Full on raisin canes flavored soda. Oh. Cane sugar. (laughs) That's funny. Um, I gotta talk about the elephant in the room. Have you guys watched have you watched Andor? No. I tried Andor what? Am I right? (laughs) Carlos loves it. I feel like we should have him on to defend it because he says he thinks it's what Star Wars should be. Whoa. Mm, I think he's going to have to defend it in shit, our, our sometimes recurring dun, segment, dun, Shit Court. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
Uh, sometimes I want to be like Matt's hetero life partner. <laughs> I don't know, man. I uh, I watched the first episode and I wasn't vibing with it, as the kids say. Oh. Straight up, no cap. You know what I'm saying? On God, I fell On God during what I imagine was a 30 minute scene of people speaking alien language. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. So we talked about that in a little bit of the chat because when I uh, I think Jake and I had like a side chat going about because we didn't want to spoil anything about Andor and did. did Matt, have you watched it yet? Can I ask you a question? Would it be off-putting to you if there was a lot of flashback scenes where they speak an alien language, but there's no subtitles? So you kind of have to infer what they're talking about. And then also, if you were to turn the subtitles on, it just says parentheses, speaking alien language. Yeah. What's your take on that? I didn't really like it. I feel like they could throw in subtitles or uh translation but i don't mind it yeah i feel like it's a cop-out where they're like it is whatever you need it to be right oh he's pointing towards the water that means he needs a drink or there's a fish in there or here comes the fucking empire had you all ever seen next generation star trek yes yes some of it begrudgingly have you ever seen the the one episode where the guy only speaks in was it metaphor where he would say uh Dharma and Jalad at Tanagra, Shaka, when the walls fell. He was telling, he was communicating with Picard. They were trapped on a planet and there was something that was kind of hunting them and they had to work together. But this guy, his language was just almost like stories, like when the walls fell. I genuinely think this is one of the episodes my older sister like loved when it came out. Yeah. She was taping them when she was at work and like made me watch it with her and I was like mad at her. <laughs> Matt, do you know what this episode's called? No. One of the words from what he said. Probably Darmok. D-A-R-M-O-K. Darmok. Am I going to get on some sort of Jalad? Darmok Jalad? Am I going to get on some sort of fucking watch list if I Google this? At Tanagra. I don't know. <laughs> How do you know this isn't Jake's Winter Soldier activation cold codes? <laughs> Darmok. Chilagra. Tanagra. There you go. Darmok. I got to go to Washington, D.C. <laughs> it's called Darmok, and it's the 102nd episode of Next Generation. That's so pretty close to the end, right? Because there's not that many. What is there like? Oh, there's 178 season. episodes. It was fifth season, episode two. I've never seen it. There it is, Darmok. Yeah, it's great. I've never seen it, but this is all on Paramount Plus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jake, I'm about to fuck up your algorithm so hard with Star Trek, bro. Nice, dog. <laughs> I'll be in D.C. handling shit. <laughs> we should go down that Star Trek hole. I'm, I want to watch Discovery. Mm. With Scott Bakula? No. Um, oh, no, that's... um Enterprise. Yes. And I didn't mean Discovery, actually. I meant Deep Space Nine. I never watched. Baker creams his jeans for Deep Space Nine. Yeah. yeah. He's got a big old crush on Whoopi Goldberg. I'm on record saying that. She's named for farting a lot. It's She looks like the Muppet who hosted Muppets tonight. Boner, Boner Baker gets rocking for her. Boney Bakes. We all have our type. Did you see recently when she farted on The View again? Yeah. No. Oh, she farted so hard. She rules. She pulled a Sam Town on the fucking couch. <laughs> Sounded like there was a little trumpeter. And that's why she's called Whoopi. She used to fart a lot. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that. 
That's true. That's true fact right there. I'm just laughing at it. She farted recently on TV. Oh, dude, ripped it. And all the other ladies on The View yeah. look so not amused. And Whoopi like, gets a laugh out of it. She's like, whoops, sorry about that. <laughs> and everyone else is like, oh, my uh, God, this bitch. <laughs> and her farts, uh, when she farts, it, it comes out of her ass and it says, Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was she on, Deep Space? Uh, she, no, was she was Next on Generation. Next Generation. Oh, I, that's the one I thought Baker likes the most. Is Deep Space's new favorite? She was there. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can cheat on the Orville with Star Trek. I think Orville's superior to Star Trek as somebody who has seen both of them. Star Trek. I'd be like cheating on your girlfriend with her mom if I watched Star Trek. It doesn't mean it's bad or you shouldn't watch it. It's just different stories with uh, similar styles. They're very similar stories, too, because it's that much of a fan letter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I feel like 10 seasons into the Orville, you really won't need to watch Star Trek. <laughs> if well, it gets it, that far, it might not even get to season four. If yeah, but... like Darmok and Jalad episode, that would be great. I'm going to watch that, dude. I, I really need to finish watching Sandman, and I really need to continue watching This Fool. I tried watching Andor. This Fool. Um, the new She-Hulk's good. There's a new Beavis and Butthead today. We didn't talk oh, about shit. Beavis and Butthead. Okay, yes. Okay, so Beavis and Butthead. Matt, you've been watching the new series of uh, Beavis watched- and Butthead. I watched a couple episodes, so no. Nice. Uh, I feel like I was kind of in the same camp with Jake, where I wasn't too impressed with the new movie. Yeah. And I, but I really like the new series. Yeah. I think I've gotten used to what Beavis sounds like now, even though I can freely just go listen to what he used to sound like on the. Because you can watch the old Beavis and Buttheads on Paramount Plus. Some of them, you know. But, uh, oh, man, Matt, there's this episode where they are on a field trip <laughs> and uh, Mr. Van Driesen tells them that they, they're they like right next to the mountain time zone. So Beavis and Butthead, the whole episode revolves around them <laughs> fucking around and by this sign that says now entering mountain time zone, thinking that they're time traveling. <laughs> and the amount of laps they do around the sign one way or the other is their math, whether they're going forward or backwards in time. And oh yeah. God, it's so fucking funny when he... Uh, do you care if I spoil anything, Matt? When he breaks his fucking arm, Mitch, I was legitimately laughing so hard I thought I was going to throw my back out. (laughs) Poor Beavis breaks his arm, and then they're like, you dumbass, we'll just go back in time before you broke your arm. (laughs) It is better. It is better. (laughs) Oh, dude, they tried talking to some girls, and Beavis does something like this. He, like, tries to throw his arm up, or no, he tries to go ah! <laughs> his arms like all broken. Yeah. Uh, and then when they come back, their boyfriends are already in the car and they think they went so far back that it's when they had boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, um, man. I'm I'm yeah. that was like a full-on like classic ass Beavis and Butthead. All the episodes where they're adults are fucking amazing too. Oh she yeah, doesn't dude. get the love they deserve. The uh the jury duty one. God damn it, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Ah, he's a man slutter. Man slutter. All right, all right, I'm done. I got a fucking man slutter. (laughs) Dude, watching old Beavis' kidneys explode really fucking, they pop like balloons. And it really, it made me cringe so hard. Like, 
Because I have a thing where, like, if I'm watching something and something, like, medically catastrophic happens, it really makes me be like, oh, God, I can't handle this. Yeah, I have a similar thing. Just to see his two kidneys pop and the sound they make, and then, like, <laughs> his his back, like, shooting outwards like a fucking two balloons popped in his back. Because he refused to pee because he didn't want to give up his spot. Oh, yeah. Fucking dumbass. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, dude. I kind of like how they do jump back and forth between the teenagers versus their old. They can probably do it in reverse, too, where they're like, they're young kids. Beavis and Butthead Babies. That'd be so fun. Beavis and Butthead Babies. They make your dreams come true. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if they're going to have any of that. I always like the episodes where uh, Beavis would kick Butthead in the nuts or, or something. Where he would step up and, and show he assert himself. You yeah. know, he's like, You like apples? And he kicks him in the nuts. He's like, How do you like them apples? Yeah. I want to see that <laughs> kind of Beavis come back. There's a little bit of that. The episode where that girl lights the school on fire to get his attention and then they decide that she's into Butthead. <laughs> oh, God. Poor Beavis, man. That's such a ridiculous episode. Some girl has a crush on Beavis, Matt, and Butthead fucks it up for him. Of course he well, does. Well, not even really, because when she's going to jail, it's not like it's not like she knows it's fucked up for him. Right. She, yeah, well, she could get out well, of jail and just be direct with him, and then it'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. This is some big-ass uh, spoilers for you, Matt. What an idiot. Yeah, I I like that because it's, it's not that long. Each episode is 11. maybe like 20 minutes. Oh, her. right. There's two episodes in each yeah. episode. So 11 minutes a piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Barring any sort of music videos they watch. I also got a notification while we were recording that there's a new Teen Titans Go on Hulu. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Oh, also, I don't know if either one of you knew this, but the Munsters movie that was only available for rent yesterday and the day before is now on Netflix. So Netflix must have bought the rights like today. The Rob, Rob Zombies Zombie? now? Yeah, Rob Zombies Monsters and on Netflix now. I hear it's uh, god-awful. I heard it was really good. I've read like Whoa. three reviews that say it's good. Mm. To be honest, I don't mind his movies. And I read, I, I'm subscribed to these horror groups on Facebook. And there's a lot of hate. People like to express their hate for Rob Zombie. But they're just they're just being jerks about it. And Whoa. my biggest complaint is that his wife plays all the big roles. But yeah, so what? Yeah, well, why don't they get a wife and a fucking be a multi-platinum selling artist and then become <laughs> a movie director then put their wife in their fucking movies? Absolutely. Happy I don't have a problem with his life. horror movies, but I, I've just heard that the Monsters movie is not that good. I watched the trailer of it and I was just like, eh, I don't know about this. I like the original show, though, and it looks like it's just pretty faithful to the original show with some modern humor. Yeah, it, I used to watch the monsters, and it does. They all look pretty good for what they are. Grandpa has hair wings like me, and it was like rare to see guys with that specific weird affliction of hair on TV when I was a kid, so I thought Grandpa was a gangster. <laughs> Grandpa Munster. Al Lewis. Yeah. Al Lewis. He used to babysit Adam Carolla. Oh, really? Yeah. He was his also on uh, Car 54. What's his name? Was on that Car Fred? 54. Where are you? Yeah. Fred Gwynn was on that show. Fred Gwynn uh, Herman? Yeah. Hyman. He was also the judge in, uh, oh, God damn it. My cousin Vinny? Two yes, youths. he was. What? Two, two youths. youths. 
Oh yeah, Dukes. Um, he was also the old guy on uh, Pet Cemetery. I know. <laughs> Sometimes dead is better. Is that him? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, creepy. I don't want to go up that road. <laughs> <laughs> It was perfect. It's mostly because of the that character on South Park. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go up that route. <laughs> yeah, I know all of it from references. I've just never seen it. Yes. It was a, it was an okay movie. The original one was was all right. Is the original one the made for TV one? The second one's the made for TV one. I believe. Oh, you're thinking of The no. Shining. Yeah. No, they made a remake movie of uh of Pet Cemetery. Yeah. I thought one of the Pet Cemeteries was a made-for-TV as well. I don't believe so. Matt, what's your take? Can I ask you a question about some Stephen King? Please do. What you know about Richard Bachman, bro? The Bachman no. book. That's his, like that. uh, that was his pseudonym. Yeah, no, Richard Bachman is his his pen name, right? Where he, Didn't he write Stand By Me under Richard Bachman? Uh, the Body, yeah. Oh. So he, I think he wrote um, there's a book called Rage. There's a book called The Long Walk. Uh, apt pupil they made a movie out of that um maybe the the running man running man was a stephen king yeah interesting Um, and then there was like five wait is his real name stephen or richard bachman and then he just made up stephen king say that one more time richard bachman's his real name and stephen king is a name he came up with oh no okay his real name's stefan king (laughs) stefan king all right so oh so here's my question for you Good. What do you think about the Langoliers with Bronson Pinchot? Movie with I like the movie with Bronson Pinchot. That movie, funny story about that movie. I actually have it on a burned DVD somewhere oh, yeah? that I got, and it's I think it's so long that it's on two discs. But like, you remember that movie where they yeah. like they go on the plane, and that's the one where like they land at the airport, and no one's around or whatever. Yeah, and there's those little like Pac-Man that's eating reality. Yeah. Yeah, I read the books. The book, the book, the book was good. How do they portray it eating reality in a book, though? Like he was fucking eating everything, man. Like even the ground. And I could just see the stars when he took a bite out of it. Well, you know, Mitch, how nowadays nom 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 is just like ubiquitous. Stephen King was really breaking ground back then when he just threw the earth went nom 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 nom. I don't know. did he do it, man? I'm sorry. How did he do what? How did he describe the earth eating everything in the book? How do you describe like if the because they when the Langoliers bite something, isn't it just like in the movie, if I remember correctly, as soon as they would bite out of something, it would like erase it from reality. So there would just be like black or like stars, yeah. you know, like a hole yeah. in the universe. How did he describe that in the book? I don't recall. It was it was done really well. I I did enjoy it. It was he. he <clears throat> have you read Stephen King? I I used to read a lot. Like I read everything up into the book regulated. I don't read 90s. books a lot. I don't know if it's very apparent by episode two hundred seventy six about our TV and movie watching podcast, but <laughs> just the way I talk in general. But I have not read a lot of books. Well, I would only recommend all of his books. They they got me through that that rough age. Um, but the Langoliers, he they just talk about how everything around you loses its color and just it goes away. Mm. I thought they did a good job adapting it. I I hadn't read the story in a long time. But I liked it. I I like even the TV movies, like The Stand. 
the first one that they did. I didn't see the, the remake. Are those Psy, by the way? Yeah, right now they're amazing massagers. Oh. Yeah, Psy. Um, That's awesome. So were you, did you see that Dark Tower movie with, with Idris Elba? I did not. I also never mm. read the book. Oh. I read the those first like, one. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that like a massive fucking series? It's a series. Yeah, that's like the one that people joke like it's obvious this was him fighting sobriety. <laughs> I, yeah, I read the first one, I believe. I don't fully remember it. Yeah, how many books are in that series? 15? I don't, yeah, I don't know. But I, I had enjoyed every adaptation of his book, of any of his books, I should say. I can't even think, yeah, I can't think of one that I didn't like. They all have their merits. Fuck Dr. Sleep. Yeah, that was. That was pretty good. I had nightmares and I will kill that movie. It's um, <laughs> fair. Kayvon thinks he's real funny putting on horror movies when I come over. The Shining. The Shining is a great one. That'll, that'll fuck you right up. Stand uh, By uh, Me. Stand By Me is a great film. Uh, what was uh, The Green Mile? Eh. Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank's good. I didn't know that was his. It is called Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. That sounds like a porno. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Uh, the, the Mist. Have you guys seen The Mist? No. That's the one with Punisher, Tom Jane, right? Or is that The Fog? Thomas Jane, yes. No, nope, it's The Mist. Which one's the one with the trees with Marky Mark? That's The Happening, the Happening by M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, I thought that was King. Nope. Is it the same premise as The Mist? Nope. Okay. No, The Mist is... Like in this main town, there's an army base nearby and they're doing experiments. And then this mist rolls over town and there's shit in the mist. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, But really it focuses on the, it focuses on humanity falling apart. Oh man. And in the movie, is the book end the same way as the movie does? No, the movie is fucking better than the book. Nice. I love them. Uh, Man. ending. That was brutal. Brutal ending. What? Jake's, he's got oh, a surprise. Wait, no, I'm holding it. I won't forget. Okay. That, uh, that uh, ending uh, where Thomas Jane just has to kill his kid. And he decides to use the bullets on him instead of him on the kid instead of himself, you know? Yeah. Have you ever seen the, uh, oh man, we probably talked about this before on this podcast but it's probably been so long but have you seen the edit on youtube where like instead of the natural music that ends as soon as thomas jane gets out and finds out that the monsters are all dead and and everyone's coming to save him it starts playing smash mouth (laughs) all-star after he just made the decision to sacrifice his son so he doesn't have to be ripped apart by monsters while he's alive oh my goodness oh my god uh okay yes jake what was your surprise face i remembered when i hurt my hands playing with my size that will rings back oh shit yeah. oh, oh, three. muscles and ears dude what a fucking great day online that was what a treat from ryan reynolds here i am enjoying his goddamn soccer documentary i wasn't even ready for this shit <laughs> Dude, so you all watched that announcement, right? Yeah. What announcement? Just the Deadpool the, announcement with Ryan oh, Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Ouch. No, I, I didn't. I didn't want. I only saw one where him and Hugh Jackman, and then they 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 play a song over it. Yeah. But it's oh like, yeah, yeah. That's that's the second one where they like explain how Wolverine's alive, but then there's just a song over what they're talking about. Yes. You can't hear anything. Yeah. God damn it. 
Yeah. It's so funny because they're like, basically, whatever, you know, Logan takes place in 2029 and that stands. And then it's what happens is, and then they're both like acting out parts and they play a song over what they're saying. <laughs> but the Matt, the original announcement is Brian Reynolds just being like, you know, Deadpool's very special. H1's got to be, I put a lot into it. And for this next one, I got nothing. Like... <laughs> And he's just like, so, but we did have one idea was, hey, Hugh, you want to be Wolverine again? And Hugh Jackman just walks by in the background, starts going up the stairs. He's telling his head. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that part. But he's like, he's like, yeah, Ryan, sure. Or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ryan, whatever. No, that's great. That's great. So September 6, 2024. We have to wait that long. We're going to have Yes, we'll always love Hugh. We got um, one more year. How are we going to handle that? We got, no, it's two years, man, isn't it? Because uh, we're going to come around to 24? September 2023, and then we have to go another year to September 2024. Oh, uh, four. Plus it's a leap year. Uh, did you just Regina George a leap year, Jake? You went, boo, you whore. <laughs> yeah, I read Dina Georgia everything I can. Man, that's going to be great. Uh, I really wonder if it's going to be some sort of trick. Like he runs into actual Hugh Jackman and he has to trick Deadpool, has to trick Hugh Jackman into being acting like Wolverine or something like that. Oh, I'm, that would be funny. I imagine by that point in the stories, they're going to be multiversal and pulled into our universe. Or we'll yeah, see, probably. Or we'll see that Wolverine and several other Wolverines since Hugh's probably not coming back as Wolverine full-time. Yeah, I, there's got to be something uh, going on. Like, this is going to be a one-off for sure, right? Like, Well, Deadpool's going to stick around. Ryan's still got pictures on his contract. Right, but <laughs> Hugh Jackman... He's pretty done. He's pretty old, man. You know what? I mean, he wouldn't have to stay in such ridiculous shape if you just wear the fucking red, uh, you know, the orange and red costume, orange and brown, or the fucking yellow and blue. You'd still want to see him all jacked up and shit. Yeah, but that's just toning your arms. You just have to tone your arms. You don't have to fucking shred your abs. Yeah, true. I mean, they can put a fucking chest plate on your suit that makes you look ripped as fuck, and you just gotta make sure your arms are juiced. I don't know why I started talking bro. You just gotta make sure you shred it and drip your juices, you know? Yeah, dog. Oh! Have any of you watched Reboot? No. You dirty sluts. Bunch of dirty sluts. You'll That's the one with Johnny Knoxville, right? One of you. Yeah. It's Johnny Knoxville. It's basically, it's about a sitcom from the 90s that's getting rebooted now by someone who's close to the original creator, but much younger. And uh, it's Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, the director? Johnny Knoxville, um, Judd Apatow's wife. Uh, That's a man? Yeah. Uh, oh, God damn it. The old guy from uh, uh, the Stranger Things. Uh, Hopper? No, older. Paul Reiser. Not yeah, Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser's oh. in it. He rules. Thank you, Matt. You rock. Uh, it's just a really fun show, and it's deep into like TV, TV. It seems like it's very much for weirdos like us. We're weirdos like us. We are. The old Jewish writers that come into it that are from the original series. There's this old lady on the writer's crew who makes the dirtiest jokes I've ever heard on TV. It's on Hulu, though, right? Yeah. No, I mean, including like HBO and shit. Like, these are dirty, dirty dirty jokes oh nice dirty i like it um reboot 
Well, how long are the episodes? 30 or an hour? 22. Oh, nice. That's digestible. Yeah, it's a perfect time. That's why I like watching Harley Quinn. Did you guys finish that? Yeah. No, I need to. Oh. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. She hasn't gotten Frank yet. Yeah, yeah. No, you guys should finish that at some point because we can talk about that. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, there's more news about potential casting. Uh, well, first of all, they said that um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is going to be the second longest Marvel movie to date at two hours and 41 minutes, trailing only Avengers Endgame at three hours and one minute. There's some new pictures from uh, an Entertainment Weekly of like Queen Ramonda, Shuri, um, and uh, what's his name? Namor. Nice. Lego already spoiled the plot for me, and I'm really mad about it. Oh. Oh, yeah, you know who the new Panther is? Yep. I think I have a guess. Well, let's hear it. What if it's wrong? I won't tell you either way. I just want to know what your guess is. Uh, my, I say this, my, my gut is telling me the smart bet is Shuri. The, my, my heart, my gambler's heart is wanting me to go with Nakia or maybe a Koye, but they're not royal blood. Any other guesses? Just judging by the figure at the end of the trailer, I don't think it's M'Baku. Ooh. Okay, I will say somebody you guessed is right. Well, that's a 33% chance. It's a 25% chance. You said four names. Oh, I did. You're right. Who's, All right. who's the fourth name? Mbaku. Who's the third? Koye. Oh, yeah. Nah. I mean, it could be Killmonger. They're going to resurrect him or some shit. Well, I already said it was one of the four names you said, so it's probably not Killmonger, huh? Ah. Uh, I was a, I was tricking you. That's what I wanted. I was gonna. <laughs> I think it's a girl, but it's not Shuri. No more spoilage. I was so fucking Lego spoilage. No, no one knows what I do. A lot Jake of people said. that work at comic book stores know. Yeah, that that's out the end of this year, right? November. Oh shit! That's next month. No, oh, it's out in a month and a week. Cool. From today. A month and a week from today. From today. Man, that's awesome. It's the week of my birthday if you wanted to come down and see it with me or whatever. November 23rd? I thought it was at the beginning of November. I was just guessing. Oh, my birthday is the 8th. Oh, okay. November 8th. I will file that away. Election day. Election day. Also, I, there's this is rumor mill shit, but like they want someone. Matt, you're to, They want someone uh, to what? This is they want someone to replace General Ross since William Hurt has passed away. Yeah. Have you? Did you see the name that they want? I did, and it gave me a big old raging baker. I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen though, man. They want Harrison Ford to step in and be General Ross for the MCU, Matt. Oh, no. We're going to have to replace him in less than a year. Yeah, but what if they give him a helicopter with airbags? No. (laughs) I think he's done acting, dude. Like, he doesn't want to get in on a new sci-fi franchise that's never going to stop. He's getting Indiana Jones. I know, but I feel like... This movie would serve no purpose for him. Yeah, what's the subtitle of the new Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones, and now it's just getting sad. Indiana Jones, the Depend Years. <laughs> it's what is it? I can't legitimately think. Is it Indiana Jones and the Fine. Jurassic yeah, World Fallen Kingdom? I think I it's don't just know what the word would be. 
man kneels and prays. The penitent man kneels before the pussy. Nice. Remember that from Hollywood Babylon? Yes. <laughs> penitent man. Mm. My computer sucks. I tried to type in Indiana, and it just let me Google the word end. <laughs> yeah, your computer does suck, dog. Damn. It's so hot. It's like, feels like it's going to burn me. If I if it was on my lap, my pants would have been burned away. Sounds like an yeah. experiment you've run, Mitch. Need a fan. Let's just say I don't have a lot of pants left. <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis? No, that's a video. That'd be fucking cool, though. That'd be kind of cool. What it is? Untitled fifth Indiana Jones film. That's just uninspired. Well, I mean, a lot of movies don't release what they are until the trailer. You think Short Round is going to come back? He is. Dude, I hope that dude's like coming back into prominence. Yes. That was part of what happened, though, is they found him for this. No, he's in this? Yeah, right? I'm not, I'm not saying Wikipedia is the most trustworthy source, but it is pretty reliable. I would agree. I, I don't see him. All I see is Indiana Jones as Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, Phoebe Waller-Bridge as Helena, the goddaughter of Indiana Jones. Nice. Um, John Reese davies is back as Sala. Nice. Oh, really? I like him. Yes. And then uh, everybody else. Antonio Banderas and Toby Jones are going to be in this in undisclosed roles. I'm really excited to watch this new Fletch, but you have to buy it still. Is that the one with John Hamm? Yeah. yeah, dude, and it's supposed to be inspired. Like, apparently, it's a fucking hysterical comedy. Watch mm. the trailer for it. It looks, it looks promising. I like the old Fletch movies. Not a huge Chevy fan, but I mean, I like a lot of his movies. The first Fletch, I think, is like one of the better comedies. The second one is fine. Fletch lives. Yeah, Fletch Lives is fine. Yeah, it, it was funny. And then I didn't realize that it's based off of a set of Fletch books. Yeah. And that must just be how the character is. Yeah, just an aloof dipshit asshole. Chevy Chase. Yeah, impressionist con man. Right. Chitty but John Ham apparently like kills the role. Apparently it's like very easy to forget it was ever anybody else because of how great he is as at it. Yeah, I watch it. Craigged it. You what? He Daniel Craig did, or if you're, what does that mean? Where he's, he's just wrong. like, where everybody's just like, Daniel Craig's the greatest goddamn James Bond. I'm like, no, you're thinking of Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> That's my Pierce Brosnan. That's I my mean, Pierce Brosnan too, James Bond, or the dad, from- Mrs. Doubtfire. That's right, Mitch. Oh, it was a rum by fruiting beer. <laughs> he's so good in that. Yeah. All right. Who is your favorite Bond? We both just uh, said it's Pierce Brosnan. Hmm. Who's yours? It's not former. I wanted it to be. Lazenby? No, no. I wanted it to be Pierce Brosnan, but then they just waited too long for him. Because I, I know him from Remington Steel. I used to watch that show. Right. And I I grew up with Roger Moore as my... Oh, James so Bond. you don't even think James Bond. You think the same. I know. I mean, like, you don't even think of... Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to say James Bond. I meant to say Sean Connery. So you go Roger Moore when you picture that. Yeah, well, right to the saint, baby. I, I like the Roger Moore movies. He just had a certain charm about him. But as far as the action goes, uh, probably one of the Daniel Craig movies. I'm not sure if I actually seen any I of them. Not, I'm not one for James Bond movies, but Casino Royale is so good. Yeah. Uh, good. I, I mean, the Daniel Craig one. I don't know. Maybe this would be our fucking week of 
weekly poll. Some of them put on our Reddit post. Who's James Bond when you picture them in your mind? Which car? Mm. Oh, yeah. Austin Martin. I think. Crash. Come in with uh, I like the one where he um, drives the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Okay. <laughs> What about the Toyota S2000? Yes. When are they going to let Kevin James be James Bond? <laughs> I don't Kevin know. James Bond. Kevin James Bond. It's Kevin Bond. All right. Well, you talked about our Reddit. How do people find all that? Yeah. All right. So you can send us an email, broadcastgeeks at gmail.com. You can like us on our Facebook page, or you can go to our Reddit page, r slash broadcastgeeks. And I'm going to put up a poll. And if you could participate in it, if you would like, about Ooh. who you uh, picture in your head when someone says the word James Bond. You can also uh, find us on Twitter, at Broadcast Geeks, or Instagram, Broadcast underscore Geeks. And uh, you can always find the podcast, uh, podcast not the podcast, the podcast, podcast. Uh, podcast. You can find the podcast on Spotify. Or Podbean is more the most updated, or I believe that goes to our Apple podcast as well. Let's go to the iTunes store. Find us, like us, subscribe, tell a friend. Tell a friend. I don't know. Tell thank you. Tell them thank you for being a friend. Uh, write into us, whatever. But uh, we'll be back for another round of Geek Chic. That's C H I C. Next time, I'm rambling. Let's wrap this up. Let's leave them with it, fellas. Excellent. Uh, N64 Pierce Brosnan's the best.